What? Are you kidding me? Have you seen what's going on out there? It is just the worst. You sound like that one old, uh, wasn't it some game show host? The hey Probably. I, I think I'm at least one. 100 years old on the inside. You're 100 years old on the inside? Oh, probably. You're, you're dinging. Nope. <laughs> I have no friends. That's you. No, I think that was your crazy neighbor. Mm. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> she's not, she's not listening. She she's know not podcasts are. <laughs> Valentina's having some drama with her neighbor. She's a dramatic little old lady that I made friends with. They have a lot in common. That'll teach you. <laughs> don't I didn't even have grandparents. Neighbors. I don't know how to deal with old people. What do you mean you don't have grandparents? None of them are alive when I would have known them. Oh, really? They died before when you were a small child? Or before that? <laughs> or whatever the alternative would be. Well, before you were born. Yes. They could have all died when your parents were young. No, no, mostly almost in time to see me. Oh, by the way, this is just the worst. Oh, by the way, I'm Valentina. And I'm Patty. Patty. She's the best. I'm the worst. This is just the worst. (laughs) Yay for me. I win this week. That's very exciting. My grandparents on my dad's side were dead before, like when I was a small child. I don't know if they were alive when I was a small child, but I don't remember them at all. But I don't remember last week, so. That's not saying very much. They might have been there. They could have been there the whole time. <laughs> my grandparents on my mother's side, however, were in San Diego, and they scared the living daylights out of me as a child. But they were also like a ton of fun, but in a really frightening way, because hmm. they would let you do things that were like life threatening. Oh, which was entertaining, <sighs> but at the same time, you felt like they might turn around and whack you at any Mom's second. Mom's parents are dead. Or... Moms, mm, yeah. Interesting. Gladys and. I don't remember my grandpa. That's embarrassing. Oh, Thomas. I'm in a, Thomas. Okay. Thomas I was going to say, I'm going to cut you out from not remembering your grandparents. I told you I don't remember names. We had a whole long conversation about this earlier tonight. You know that I'm Jennifer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I Jennifer thought I was doing Lawrence. this podcast with somebody named Valentina. I don't know what the Damn fuck. Damn it. But I will literally be at work. And I have worked with people for years. And oh. for some reason... Their names will escape me, and I cannot draw them up no matter how hard I try, and I just can't remember Well, then you can just kind of make up nicknames. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can sort of get away with it if you know the person well enough, but it's to an embarrassing degree that I still have to, like, look at people's nameplates on their desks. you should definitely just make up nicknames. Or if I'm out at an event, have to look at their name tags, even though I've known them for 15 years. Like, I, for some reason, will hold on to really weird random names, but most people's names. Just no, you just gotta out. pick something that they do. Yeah, I have tried all the tricks. Oh. I have tried repeating their name back to them three times. I have tried associating. Oh no, them with I would other just things. make up something totally random. Oh, rhymes, whatever. It's like I don't just fuck. I would I'm just sorry, but people. most people, I don't give a fuck what your name is. Quite honestly, like <laughs> we had this girl at work. She's very, very fancy, very wealthy. Her daddy owned a lot of car dealerships down in oh. Orange County. <gasps> I went to high school with some people like that. Yeah, but you know. And one time she came in wearing this amazing, and it was really beautiful, this brocade dress. But she walked in and I was like, what's up? Sound of music? (laughs) At school she did this? No. 
Did I say his goal? I don't know. You just said she walked in. I don't know where you she guys walked were. in. <laughs> brocade. Is that what I said? Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I can't. No, this is beautiful. Because if it was prom, yes. that would make more sense. No, no, no. I if mean, this was is school, just like an adventure capital firm. We had oh, to be she fancy. Was at work. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay. All right. It was very fancy. Well, Orange County can So I me. said, what's the sound of music? And I'm sure it drove her insane because the dress probably cost more than my house. But I enjoyed it. What's up, sound of music? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what, what did are you she talking say about? And I was like, oh, it looks like you made it out of curtains in the coolest way. You could have called her Scarlett O'Hara. That would have been too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you like sound of music better. Yes. Oh. You should be a curmudgeonly. How does her parents <laughs> having money and car dealerships have anything to do with a grown woman showing up at work in a brocade dress? Uh, I'm pretty sure daddy uh, set her up with a certain style of living that she probably stuck with mm. when she found her husband. Mm. Yeah. I cannot wait to get out of California. It's everywhere. Don't pretend. People are terrible everywhere. Not so much in New Mexico. I feel like <laughs> I'm hoping. They're busy just making mud. <laughs> Well, that's they better. don't care least, what you're yeah. wearing. They're driving vans out in the middle of the <laughs> desert. All I need is tidy whities Making math. Be great. Gas masks on. Yeah. Yeah. Forget, forget the yes. Well, anyway, my grandparents. Back to my grandparents. You tell. There was it, we lived. They lived in San Diego, so we would go down there sometimes. Like my parents would ship us down there while they went and did other stuff. That was more fun. But I was the baby, so I got stuck down there by myself. Several times, but my grandfather used to go on walks every day, and you could go on your walk, nice. on a walk with grandpa, and you would go down to the cliffs, which if anybody has been to the cliffs in San Diego, they're very steep. They go right okay. into the ocean. When you're a small child, you should stay away from the edge. My grandpa thought it was hilarious oh. to let us climb on the outside of the fence oh. on the cliffs and climb. There was like this area that had like a, it was like the, the ocean was, had torn away the land, so they sure. put this like fence around it like chain link fence around it he would let us climb around the outside of it right on the edge of the he's cliff. just testing you which we thought was awesome because it was such a great story to go back to but hello we could have plunged george out of any 100 died yeah and if he liked you he would give you double mint gum which was not very often but it was very exciting as a small child to get double mint gum from your grandpa oh, double mint gum. i lived on the edge i tell you as a child <laughs> Not of glory, no. but of double my God. <laughs> you know, tremendous. commit death-defying feats and then go home and have some gum. Oh, I never had, to, I never had grandparents. I never had to do anything yeah. like that. Yeah. God, like I was it's deprived. Terrifying and really fun at the Ugh, same time. Stupid parents. Why do your parents have to die God. so young? Why does everyone have to deprive me? Um, Valentina's parents are amazing. Her mom looks like a Playboy bunny. Was she a Playboy No, bunny? she's literally Tim Gunn. Well, she was, though. She was a Playboy bunny. Yeah. For real. Yeah, but like in a club. Not like in oh, a magazine. Oh, yeah. But that's even more awesome because that's like <clears throat> the lifestyle. But then different. also, when I was in sixth grade, I dressed up as Playboy bunny. and I saw pictures. I went to a Catholic high school and they wouldn't let me walk in the parade. So. <laughs> and I didn't forget know why. That. So forget the hat. <laughs> I don't even know what yeah, they I didn't know why. At. I'm just dressed like my mom used to dress they for did, work. And literally no one told me. 
for years. I don't even know if anyone actually ever did tell me why it was bad. Except that one day I was just like, oh, hey. I get hmm. the reference now. Oh, so there's a layout. That's really why Valentina is so sensitive about people not knowing social reference things. Because she was traumatized as a child about the Playboy Bunny Association. Exactly. Yeah, I, I can see it on now. Yeah, my dad, too. Have to get over it. Oh. <laughs> that would have been even more amazing. <laughs> really would have. Maybe Luigi's not even my dad. Well, my dad, okay, so my dad, to be honest, my Her- parents met at a Labor Day picnic. Uh, my mom was working for a magazine in New York. My dad was visiting his cousin who happened to own the magazine. Uh, and he told her he was a race car driver. Was that true? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I was like, how did you know that it was dad? Like when, because this is blind date at this Labor Day picnic. And she goes, well, he was the only guy that showed up in a suit. At a picnic, so I figured he might be English, and I was like, mm, "Yeah, that was pretty good." And then so three I ma- married him. Yeah, and then three months later, she was like, "You're not going back to the United Kingdom without me. I'm coming." So she went with them, and they got married. So, uh, I don't even really know how my parents met. I'm, I'm sure I it think was... it was some sort of setup date. It was back east. Mm-hmm. I think my- I think at one point they might have stolen a golf cart and gone cruising through a golf course in the middle of the night. Sounds pretty hot. I don't know if that was actually with my dad or with another guy, but I know my mom told me that story. God, weren't the 70s a great time? Everyone? No, this was way before that. My parents were having children in the Oh, that's 50s. right. She have a million. Yeah, my mom was having children in the 50s and 60s. So this was a long time ago, but they seemed like they were pretty fun. My mom worked for NSA, and my oh, dad... Sh- yeah, I know. It's long past time she can talk about it. Um, but my dad was a lawyer, and they were in D.C. Sexy. Yeah. Oh, pretty exciting. Um, uh, and that's all I know about that, because we don't talk about things in our family. We stay no. away from history. It's true. We don't want to know about the beatings and the other <laughs> stuff that happened. Loss of morale. <laughs> Uh, Though I do know that my grandma told me that my grandpa wasn't racist because because he had a black friend. No, you know, (laughs) no, even better, even better than that, because he let the blacks work for him. Oh, what a nice guy! I know. And back in the day, like that was legit. Can you believe it? We come heartwarming. I know. I come from a long line of non-racist, non-racist people. (laughs) So proud. I know. So, grandpa. Rest in peace. Amen. R.I.P. R.I.P. Do we say this is just the worst podcast? Probably not. (laughs) I'm Valentina. That's Patty. This is what we do. We talk about garbage. It's late. No. It is. First episode of the day. I'm just saying (laughs) it's late. It's 9 o'clock on a Monday night. And I have really terrible timing and volunteer to start personal training tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. That was stupid. I'm going to talk about what? I said I'm going to talk about <laughs> dot dot dot. Then you right. jump the gun. <laughs> are we going? Are we going straight to work here? We're getting right to we business. We can. We don't have to. I think we should. But I was it's just going to say I'm going to talk about my mom was a Catholic convert, which means they're the craziest ones. Oh yeah. So I'm going to talk about a Catholic. 
Is that why she could No, be... I'm not. I'm talking about a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just realized I was probably clarify. No that. Catholic humor here. Well, folks. she was a saint. So she, that is Catholic. That probably counts as Catholic. But they don't know how it works with like the Eastern Orthodox Church. Oh. Right? Well, why don't you go on and maybe gonna. we can gonna. Google gonna. it I'm later. Hey, friends, let me tell you about a little <laughs> lady called Olga of Kiev. Or as oh. I like to call her, Saint No Fucking Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really call her that. I don't talk <laughs> yeah, about her. We do now, Saint No Fucking Nonsense. Right? Uh, Russian Viking Queen. Whoa, that sounds pretty oh, awesome. Pretty impressive. I would title. like that title, please. Uh, Can I be the Russian Viking queen from now yes, on? Yes. Okay, thank you. Hey, everyone. It's Valentina here with the Russian Viking queen, Patricia. Born in possibly 1890, died in possibly 969 AD. Records are a little loose around these times. She was married to Igor of Kiev, and she had a son, Sviatoslav. Sviatoslav. The first. Do you have the pronunciation right on that? We do. Sviatoslav. Okay. Just checking. Yep. Mm. Uh, and the part of the land that they ran was called Kievan Rus, which is a loose federation of East Slavic tribes in Europe from the late 9th to the mid 13th century. And that is where the Rus in Belarus and Rusha comes from whoa i know in the ukraine so to the north there was the finnic chud tribe south there was the polyane which were slavicized tribes tribes or tribes whatever you want to call them with iranian origins the west was the drevliane and the east was the severiane now we've got the lay of the land right all those names you're never gonna need to know again uh but so, after years of not getting along, the Drevlians, who... Not the Drevlians again. I know. Again. Them. <laughs> oh, in the West. Uh, they turned against Igor. Kiev. And when he went to Sorry, visit... Sorry, I think you pronounced that Igor. <laughs> and when he went to visit them, and he decided to up their tribute fees... Uh, they decided that was rude. Motherfucker. Killed- yeah, and they killed him. So, As you do. And they did this in this very interesting way by taking a bunch of little baby trees mm. and folding them down okay. and then tying them to his body parts oh, and then releasing them. No. Yes. And it just tore him to pieces. Tore him to pieces. What the fuck is wrong with people? People are bananas. Where do they come up with this I don't shit? like you just can't stab a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so she did still have her son, Sviatoslav. But now they're pissed. Well, he's three. So she's like, well, I got a rule as the regent. Uh, so she actually did convert to Christianity and tried to spread it. Uh, but her son grew up. Eh, he remained pagan. So it was then her grandson, Vladimir. Oh, God. Never trust a guy named Vladimir. A.K.A. the Great. Who was responsible for spreading the Christian faith, making it the official religion of the Kievan Rus in the late 900s. Okay, but so her husband Igor split by some trees. She's not stoked about it. Literally. Yeah. Okay. So she does not want to remarry. She wants to protect the throne for her son. Mm -hmm. So these assholes have just killed her husband. 
they are known as God help me, the Drevlians. The Drevlians? Yeah, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. Okay. They sent 20 of their best men to persuade her to marry their Prince Maul. Don't do it. M-A-L. I know. And they, it's not even like wordplay. I think his name is just Prince Maul, which it's like Prince Bad in most languages. I know. Uh, <laughs> so she's like, I'm not super on board with this. But she takes them in, chats with them. She says, hey, let me think about this overnight. Like, you guys have big boats, right? So I think we should do like a boat ceremony in the morning. So like you, a wedding ceremony? Well, yeah, but like to just be like, hey, I think I'm gonna accept this I'm proposal. I just really want to show these guys like that they're very important here. So why don't you guys go back out to your boats and then we'll carry your boats in in the morning. So I don't trust her. So overnight, she has a bunch of big holes dug. <laughs> yeah, I was right. Yep, and then has her people carry. All of these dickheads in their boats into the trenches, dumps them in, buries them alive. <laughs> Done with that. So get out of here, people. Yeah, well, get in the dirt. Move number two. Yes. Then she sends word to Prince Maul that she's accepted the proposal, but has required the most distinguished men to accompany her on the journey in order for her people to accept the offer of marriage. So what do these guys do? They send their best men. Um, oh, brilliant. So <laughs> the best men show up, and what does she do? She says, oh, do I have a surprise for you? Check out this bathhouse. I got baths for you. I got towels. You should strip down, get inside, chill out. So they all get in there. They're super stoked about it. She locks the doors, sets fire to the building. They're okay, all so burning alive. Is she only so mad because they want her to marry? Or are these the people that well, they, killed her husband? They killed her. They did the tree thing. Okay, so this is the same people. Okay, just wanted yeah, to clarify. And now they want her to marry again. So right. like, <laughs> so they can tear her next husband. Right, like, thank you guys. Yeah. So, burns all these people alive. Okay, good for her. So yeah, move number four with the best <laughs> and wisest men out of the way. She planned to destroy the remaining Drevlians. God knows how am I pronouncing it. <laughs> so she invited them. So now she wants to go to their town. And she's going to have a feast about her husband that died. And all the servants that waited on them. So they're going to have this big feast. It's I gonna feel be like amazing. a red wedding thing. No, it's going to okay. be the best. Okay. Just come. Don't worry about it. Sorry, Don't think about it too much. Plus one. Put on some jams. <laughs> so guess what? They get there. They get drunk. She kills 5,000 of them. How? <laughs> uh, they're drunk, mostly. Well, she... I've been drunk, and I, people, I don't know. Yeah, but... Yeah, 5,000 She had, like, an army. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. her randomly killing people. Okay, so okay. then move number cinco. She's like, okay, 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 okay. I know I've been super difficult, you guys. <laughs> and you guys haven't exactly been my friends, but let's just... Cut this off and say, everybody, everybody, give me three pigeons and three sparrows from your house. Three pigeons and three sparrows? Yeah, that's all I want. Okay. I don't want to burden you further. 
So just give me your shit. So they were like, oh, thank God. Finally. <laughs> we can get this. Get the this hell shit, out of here. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> every soldier in her army gets a pigeon or a sparrow. And she says, hey, bros, you know what? You should tie a thread to each of those birds and then put a little piece of sulfur on it. And a little piece of cloth. And then you should light it on fire. And then you should set the birds free. So that they fly back to all of their houses and all of their nests. In all of the homes. In all of the land. So the whole fucking place burns up. I'm not sure about that story. (laughs) That seems highly unlikely. The dovecoats, the coops, the porches, the haymows were set on fire. So they must not have been very far away if the birds could make it back. There was not a house that was not consumed. Wow. And it was impossible to she extinguish the flames. Evil. Right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, back. The worst. Yeah. So then she took the city and burned it, captured the elders of the city, some of the other captives she killed, while some. She gave to the others as slaves to her followers. Oh, no, that would be worse. The remnant she left to pay tribute. What does that mean exactly, pay tribute, do you think? I think it's like left as a payment. To who? Or to remember her? That she was an asshole, maybe? No, no. She is a badass. <laughs> she not. was pretty and much she's a, a saint? Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not done with the story. Yeah. Yeah. So she stayed in power. Remember, her little son is three. So she stayed in power until he reached his full age. But then having grown up, he preferred to spend most of his time abroad organizing military campaigns. As all kids do. I know. In order to widen and strengthen the borders of his state, blah, blah, blah. But she was left in charge of the internal policies of the Kaivan, Kivan, Rus. And became known for establishing the system of tribute gathering, which is sometimes considered to be the first legal trade. Nope. Tax system in Eastern (laughs) Europe. (laughs) Excuse me. Whoops. Trade comes later. (laughs) She ordered the creation of centers of trade. Uh There you go. And taxation. The lands subjugated to Kiev were divided into administrative units, which were controlled by the prince's representatives. Olga set fixed amounts of tributes the detailed schedule for their gra- gathering. So that was the, one of the first times that, like, city-states had actually gathered funds in a very organized way. Huh. She was, right. Yeah. And she's also thought to have been the initiator of the first stone city building in Kvan Rus, yeah, especially in the cities of Kiev, Novgorod, and Pskov. Sorry, what was that second one? Don't worry, Mama. In the 1950s, Olga went to Constantinople. I can't say words. Constantinople. Yep. Yes. Whew. While there, she converted to Christianity, being baptized by the patriarch. With the Roman Emperor Constantine the Seventh, himself as her godfather. Uh, in that's pretty badass. I know. And then in 1547, the Orthodox Church proclaimed Princess Olga a saint and equal to the apostles, which is a key phrase apparently when you're talking about her. She became one of only five women to be honored with this status in the history of Christianity. She is considered the first saint of the Russian Orthodox Church. 
her relics were lost in the 18th century. I'm sorry, what should she do to become a saint? Uh, because she really tried to spread Christianity. I thought they had, well, maybe this is just a Catholic church where you have to, they have to prove you've done miracles to become a saint. Uh, yeah, I don't. Think. Okay, so. Yeah, okay. thank you. Difference between Christianity and Catholicism. No miracles needed for sainthood. Possibly true. Okay. And if you are a good Catholic, you know, your feast day or your saint. Uh, and her feast day is July 11th. So, saint, no fucking nonsense. July 11th. Woo-hoo. From now on, I am taking that day off of work. <laughs> right? And I am celebrating. Yeah. Set birds on fire and send them around. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. I was gonna start. Don't do that, my neighbors. Yeah, don't do that. Just shoot arrows, maybe, or, or just fight. spread some Christianity. Yeah, she was fucking bananas. Which I'm. Was she, or was she just really smart? She I mean, did not take no shit. I like your Saint No Nonsense. Right. No, no fucking nonsense. But I mean, yeah, Saint No fucking nonsense. <laughs> what was so her feast day is July 11th. July 11th, and her real name is not Saint No fucking nonsense. It's what. Olga. So Saint Olga of. But I think Kiev. she was. I think she was also Helen and Elena and. Did you have a doppelganger? No, probably. Is that where they got the Vampire Diaries storyline from? No, I think you're going a little Ergo's crazy. And Elena. No. Okay. No, just look up Olga. <laughs> Olga of Kiev, for fuck's sake. Did I, I mention it's late? Yeah, she went down. She was crazy. How did she die? Ooh. <laughs> you don't know? Because a lot of saints get burned at the stake. She's still not or... dead. Uh... So it might be the Vampire Diaries lady. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. I actually think she did die in... There was like a revolt. I want to say... I want to say... Uh, the system know. worked. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I know she was buried as a Christian. Okay. I think that's So we do know that she actually died. (laughs) Well, supposedly. Uh, Yeah, I believe that she... Yeah, I think there was a military campaign in the city, and she was killed, and then... um, so even though her son wasn't super pro uh, Christianity, he was an anti. So he made sure that she got the full uh, Christian burial. Okay, that's it. Because I'm sorry, you know what she would have done if somebody killed him? Oh. She would have rained holy fucking hell Yo, on them. Her. And what does he do? Oh, I'll give her a Christian burial. Fucking hell. Kids. Yeah. I'm telling you. Whoa. Sometimes kids are like, please give me her equipment. Not, not all they're cracked up to be. Rarely are they what they're cracked up to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you done? That, moving- Whoa! <laughs> I, no, moving things around. That was yes, no. Are you done with just your story, like, too? Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm finished. Please, carry what, on. What lessons did we learn from St. <sighs> Helga, Olga, Elena? No fucking nonsense? No. Don't cross a Russian woman, I think, is a good lesson. Never accept a a gift pigeon. Never give a gift pigeon, I think, is a good lesson. 
That's pretty attractive. Yeah, especially if you live in a wooden Those house. Those who live in wooden houses <laughs> shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't give pigeons. Shouldn't give flint-ridden pigeons. <laughs> so maybe not so many modern day lessons. So many wise there. words we have. Yeah. Your children world. are never gonna um venge your death like you would. No. Theirs. Yeah. God. I know. I would, venge, I would venge my own death the best. I know it. If you could come back? No, I just will. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Anywho. Racking herself up over there. What's your, so what's I your also, story today, Patricia? I, I also was thinking in a similar vein of sort of Northern European women. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little story about a girl who was born in... Lucky. Mecklenburg, Germany. Oh. In 1923. Oh. Was... Actually, it was Reckon Mecklenburg, which is a pretty. You and I are both probably destroying all. And if I have any. Yep. If, if anybody's listening to us from Germany, I apologize in advance. Auf Wiedersehen. Oh. <laughs> Scheiße. I, and I apologize for her, too. Uh, so, anyway, little girl, born in 1923. Um, she was just, you know, a poor farm girl. Uh, anyway, she was growing up. Her mom committed suicide in 1936. So she oh. was 13 years old when uh, her mom found out her husband was having an affair. So she killed herself. The uh, mom? The mom killed herself, yeah. Oy. So she's 13. Her mom is dead. Her dad's having an affair. And it's 1936, which is an interesting time in Germany. I don't know if you're familiar. But... Yeah. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in Germany at the time. Uh, so little girl, you know, probably just looking for a sense of belonging and companionship, just goes crazy for this Nazi girls organization called oh. Bund Deutscher Model. I'm sorry, again, because I'm So sure like a Girl wrong. Scout. Yeah, it's like Girl Scouts for Nazis. For people who hate But people. she was fanatically devoted to this. So at 14, she's all in with the Nazi party. Um, she also left school at this age. Oh. You know, she's learned as much as she can. But yeah. she story story goes that she did not perform well in school and she was bullied a lot. She was a super cowardly kid. She ran away from confrontation. So she just did not have a good time at school. Oh. So she bills. She wants to go hang out with the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Thank anyway, instead of that, she didn't go full time into the Nazis, but she did work as a at a dairy farm Oh. Um, at 15 years old. So she was working full time. She was a member of this Nazi organization. And she, yeah, was just getting along, right, as the war is starting to ramp up there. Uh, So, and her dad was not so happy about the Nazi party affiliation. Not so Nazi happy? Not so happy about the Nazis. (laughs) Uh, So, that kind of led to some, like, you know, rockiness with her dad. Um, and then she, you know, it's very confusing about what happened next because she says she was conscripted, conscripted to go work in the camps. Okay. But there's also a story that she probably wanted to go work in the camps <laughs> because she wanted to join the Nazi party, right? Like she was really right. into it. Um, her dad, so she was working, I think she ended up working in Nazi, in the prison camps. Oh, she worked at Ravensbrook, um, which was a woman's concentration camp. Right. Um, her dad was really not happy with her about that. Oh. He didn't want her even to join the girls' organization in the first place. He was not on board. So she went home and visited him one time after she started working at Ravensbrook, 
And then he got mad at her about it, so she never went home again. That was the oh. last time she ever saw her dad. What happened? Uh, in 1943, at 20 years old, she becomes an officer of the SS. And there aren't that many female officers in the SS. It's about 10% of the officers were women. Um, she was 20 years old. She worked at Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. uh, and she was in charge of 30,000 prisoners. <laughs> at 20 years old. Um, she wow. she worked in a place where each bunkhouse was to accommodate one to 200 prisoners. But instead, they were housing up to 1,000. Yeah. And this woman's name is Irma Grease. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know if you've ever heard her before, but she was also known. Yeah. Didn't she have a terrible nickname? The Beautiful Beast of Belson. The Hyena of Auschwitz. No. And the Angel of Death. Oh. Yeah. She was a a peachable woman. Um, I don't know if you remember me saying that she was known as being very cowardly. And so this kind of reminded me like we did that episode about uh, bullies. Oh. (laughs) And how they all come from some sort of That was a while ago. Yeah. But just that, like, this was totally her story. Like, she was bullied. She she was abandoned by her mom. And she became a freaking crazy, vain, sadistic, awful terrorizer of these women prisoners in the concentration camps. Um, She singled out not only the sick and the weak. Oh, but also any women who retain traces of their former beauty. Oh. So she went after anybody who had anything at all yep. to hold on to. Um, she enjoyed being meticulously groomed, perfumed, and coiffured amongst all the ragged prisoners. So she liked to show off. She also carried a whip Oy. made of cellophane paper that was, like, braided. Um, it was translucent like white glass. So it was like her showpiece, That's right? Um, she would track down the most attractive women and slash at their breasts with her whip. Ugh. That's a fucking nut. That's right, lady. Um, when the cuts got infected, oh, no. their breasts had to be cut open to save the women, and she would show up for the operations oh, so she could watch. Come on. Um, and then one of the notes says, and I do not know if this is true. This is all interweb stuff. <laughs> That she would actually literally get off on it and beat the women if their cries of pain interrupted her. Oh. So she was a real fucking whack job. Um, and it's just awful that she... Wait, what part? Was in charge her? of women. What? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Maybe. I should get to the... I should get to that yeah, part. Yeah, can you get to the, the weird part? Yeah. Um, she had many lovers. Including oh. one you've probably heard of, Joseph Mengelis. Le- oh. oh. <laughs> what a charming couple, Le- these two. Yeah. Um, he was known for, for some seriously sadistic Yeah, I've heard he wasn't that nice. He was a terrible, terrible, sick, disgusting human being. Um, really and, yeah. Anyway, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was her ilk. This is while they were at Auschwitz. Yeah, she was at Auschwitz, Ravensbrück. She worked at one at Bergen-Belsen also. Oh, boy. Um, I think that's where she ended her Nazi career. Was at Bergen-Belsen. Um, she, let's see. Aside from the beatings and the watching women have to have surgery oh, with no. probably no sort of anesthetic, no. um, she also liked to. Uh, 
beat women until they collapsed. She was oh. known to inspect prisoners looking for interesting tattoos and would have items, including lampshades, made from their skin. Oh! Yeah. Um, she was like the World War II version of Ed Gein. Like, fucking, they found various items made from human skin in her quarters I at Bergen-Belsen. I do remember hearing about her. Yeah, like she was, you know, like you legit. hear a lot about the Mangalas and the... Um, all the other Them officers, bitches. but you don't hear that much about her, they honestly. Huh? They B- sneak through. Bitches sneak through. They yeah. do. Um, so she's just one of the many atrocities of this age. But I just thought it was uh, interesting because, like, I hadn't really heard of her. Other, I'd heard that story I about like some I'd... woman, yeah, and they found the, you know, this stuff. And like, I think there's a lot of, um, ur- not urban legend, but something like that about you know the, all the different things they did yes. to people. And some of that came from her, I think. But um, she was called at her. She and oh, whoa! Oh, sorry, everyone. Mm, it's just a little tremor. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> sorry, there was an earthquake. We're about to fall into the ocean. Uh, that was not me. Please join me. Um. So let's see. So where were we? She was skinning people and making <laughs> things out of their skin Thank you, um, uh, though a few days before the british arrived so they all knew they were going to get busted things were coming to an end there in germany yeah um and when it was obvious that the british were coming she began trying to cozy up to prisoners and act as though they were all about to be liberated oh um she to... yeah so she was trying to like kind of get them all of a sudden hey, to guys. yeah how how terrible wow, is this, this guy is awful here um there was testimony that there was an incident when a mother was talking to her daughter over the wire between compounds and Irma arrived on a bicycle and beat the mother so severely that she was lying on the ground where she kicked her. Um, when she finally went to trial in Nuremberg, she denied beating her, but said she, um, she, she, but she denied beating her until she fell on the ground and she did not kick her. So she just lightly beat her. Apparently. Oh, that was her defense. I mean, um, tomato, tomato. Yeah. When she finally was brought to trial, uh, Oh, no, she was at the Belson trial, so she didn't go to Nuremberg. Um, she was claimed to be one of the most sinister and hated figures of the camps. She was yeah. accused of murder, ill treatment, beatings, and torture, as well as selecting prisoners for the gas chambers. And she was renowned for always choosing the ones who were pretty. Woo-hoo! So she was, like, really fucking disturbed. I think we talked about women being horrible on one episode at some point, and I think she's a good representation of what untethered power can do to somebody. Yeah, why? Women are so much worse to women. I don't know. It's really awful. I think, I don't know if it's a societal thing or if it's just an ingrained thing. It would be a good nature versus nurture study. Right? Support your ladies. Come on. Let's just be friends. You see a girl who's prettier than you, be like, you know what? You're pretty. I bet you have some other demons. <laughs> you can't just be pretty and a lovely human right? being. No one's got it that great. Nobody has it all. We've just all got our own issues. Yeah, just assume literally everyone's miserable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope this woman died fucking miserable because she yeah. certainly made a lot of people miserable. So she, you know, she worked with Dr. Mengele, selecting people for the chambers um, or for forced work. She beat them until they were conscious, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And her response to all of these charges was, it's true that when they ran away, I brought them back, and I might have beaten them. 
but it is imagination to say I've beaten them till they lay on the ground or until they were bleeding or perhaps until they were dead. This is the woman who in her quarters they found lampshades made of human skin. <laughs> yeah. So she's trying to defend any of her shit. But I only did insane. it after they were like super bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. several witnesses in their deposition say uh, so question was several witnesses in their deposition say that you were the worst SS woman in the camp and she <laughs> responds yes they say so but they're all lying <laughs> these people exaggerated and made an elephant out of a small fly oh um, she was 21 at the time so th- between 20 and 21 That's she managed fucking insane yeah, 21 years old to be of- so bad that you could literally go down in the annals of Nazi monsters. Right. And apparently a lot of them were pretty young. Like they that. were they were kind of at the end of the war. I think they were really sort of scraping the barrel. You know, like there wasn't a lot of people left. But well, yeah, she went down the guys to that'll do the worst. 20, shit. 21 years old coming up with this kind of shit to do to people. It's Oy. crazy. It's fucking terrible. Um. So her testimony, though, she made it sound like there was this slow progression of desensitization over the violence and conditions at the camp. And this is the thing that really started to fuck with me because I could almost see it. Right? Like, um, it starts out okay. There's enough room for people. There's enough food for people. And then as the war goes on and it gets crowded, there's there's too many people. The conditions get worse because you can't keep up with it. There's not enough food because they're not sending you anymore, but you have more people. So people start to starve and you just get used to it. Right, like so, I could sort of almost see the mentality she was trying to create around her fucking evilness. Um, And like when you read things about like Stanford Prison Experiment and stuff, and how how fast people switch into these crazy roles, it's fucking bananas. People's people's minds are so crazy. Um, But then she says uh, she was horrified to have to be around these poor prisoners who were starving, and that it was really just awful for her to have to be around them. Um, lady. <laughs> she was really blasé about things uh, as far as beatings and abuse. She denied doing most of those things. Huh. Uh, yeah, so she she was, it's just was, it's just was a good, it was, I don't think she was ever normal because I think she was out on a mission, but they talk a lot about how many people during that time um, either turned a blind eye or just bought in and oh, they were totally sure. normal people until this all happened and until they got swept up in this movement and then they became these fucking monsters and almost like could separate out their humanity and their families and their lives as like social lives with the work that they did every day and how crazy that is that any human being could ever get to that point where they could go to work kill people all day and then come back and play with their kids it's just freaking nuts but like as she described it with that kind of slow progression well first it's this and then it's this right. and then it's this and so your boundaries get pushed and pushed right it's yeah, they're really not creepy they're, Jews, they're gypsies right they're... it's gay they're whatever right catholic they didn't like catholics like it was pretty much everybody right except for i don't know uh anyway yeah, she yeah. was sentenced to death they didn't buy it they did not buy her stories oh that's good yeah she was sentenced to death along with her male colleagues for murder and crimes and atrocities Good. against the laws of humanity. Um, unlike the other standing trials, she remained defiant through it all. Oh. Yeah. So what? she never backed down from her stance. Um, she was executed by hanging at the age of 22. Oh. 
22 years old. It's like a hot minute after she did it. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, they didn't fuck around back then. That's pretty good. I mean, you look at the stories of like the Secret Service from Israel that are still going out and like tracking these. Have you ever seen Nazi Hunters? Yes. Where they go and the guy is like 100 years old and and he's super like kind and offers some tea in Argentina or wherever. They like kidnap him and take him back to Israel. Oh, it's so great. Well, that's that whole thing again about like they turn around and they just become normal people. And it's like, no, you don't get to do that. No, no, no. And oh, we say that's bad. Uh, or that Stephen. Did you ever see the Stephen King? Read the Stephen King book about the the Nazi neighbor. Oh, oh and how he like talks this kid into like doing all these atrocious things. No, which one is that? I don't remember what it's called. It's it was in one of his compilations. Like it's many hey. stories in one. I don't think it's Night Shift. I don't remember, but it's it's a pretty creepy story. I've been looking for like a legit scary book, uh-huh. and the last like five that I've gotten have not been. Yeah, like the book that Stephen King said was the scariest haunted house story he'd ever read was called. Um... It wasn't even that good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! To find what was it? Books. I don't know. Hell House. Oh. It's not that good. And I was like, I'm a chicken. I'm a very, very big... Like, Amityville Horror, the book, destroyed me. Yeah. Well, I, you were probably younger when you read that. True. Not quite but as I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't think I'm less scared now, but... Yeah, I'm scared. Uh, send my scary book recommendations, people! Yeah, send those in. You could probably read a book about Irma Grace. She's pretty fucking scary. Yeah. 22. 22 years old. Hung by the neck until dead. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. I like that they didn't fuck around with that shit. Yeah, fuck I that. I wish we... if we were I know! Do it, why we do we not do that now? <gasps> or remember we did that wrongful convictions episode oh. and like all those people that are probably there and they didn't do anything. True. DNA evidence, people. Collect it. Thank you. Uh. Uh, so look, a few little factoids about the SS. There was 37,000 SS guards who actively participated in the daily suffering, torture, and death of internees. Oh, no. Approximately 10% of them were women. Oh, Christ. Uh, the women guards rarely committed murder. They rarely used their guns. Uh, and none were working in the gas chambers. So there was never any women that were were administering the gas. Yeah. Um, Direct killing was viewed solely as a masculine endeavor. Ew. So they indirectly killed people. Sure. uh, Through ill treatment and violence. Uh, There was several female guards at Ravensbrook who killed the weaker ones and threw many of the girls onto the ground and trampled them. So they just would like made sport out of it, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of the women that were uh, overseers in the camps were not SS. Mm. They often came from fairly low-level jobs in poor circumstances, uh, and for some of them, it was like an- it was enough of a enticement just to have a place to sleep and food. Like mm. it's a war-torn country, right? And so they're just Darn. trying to survive. Um, and then the Nazis, even then, couldn't get enough people to come and work there legitimately, so they conscripted people. And they forced them to work in the camps. Um, so there was people that were there 
not because they wanted to, but I wonder, like, it's pretty interesting because I bet even at that, um, you know, well, how long did it take those people who were against it in the beginning to kind of get numb right. to it and become like that's it. just, that's... hey, at least I've got some power here. Ugh. And you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that yeah. plays on the worst of the worst of everything about the worst of everything. That's awful. Yeah, it's really terrible. Um, but we don't hear very often about women just killing for fun like this woman seems no. to. No. Yeah, and I'm glad they took her out of the gene pool. From That's what I can tell, she died young. She didn't have children. She wasn't married. We hope. Right. <laughs> Unless Joseph Mengele took off with their offspring uh, or something. We don't know. Yeah. I know, like, even talking, like, that, all of that stuff, it really is kind of the worst in humanity. And it's hard to even, like, okay, well, we're going to talk about this, but yeah. it's pretty hard to ignore, too, because it yeah, was really well, it, a low point in history. Well, I, I And for like how many people bought too, into it? For when it's female, like, you know, I just have this very biased notion that women are supposed to be protective and nurturing and have a woman just kill and get off on it. Yes. Yeah fucking weird it's weird that we say that but then we at the same time we can turn around and be like girls are the most evil vindictive horrible that's true you know like that's so it's so interesting that we can be both of those things at the same time yes yeah Yeah. oh god yeah and it sounds like she just was like the culmination of the worst like she was bullied her mother committed suicide Remember the bullying episode I was talking about? The girl who committed, whose mom yeah. kept trying to commit suicide. Like, she had all of the things. Yeah, and then somebody handed her ultimate it. power over other women. Like, is there a switch that strikes at some point where a woman goes from being, no, 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 I'm not going to be, like, a petty bitch. I'm a nurturing woman, and I'm not going to allow these things to be felt or experienced or right i don't know i'm trying to think of what i was like as a teenager and how i changed like i don't know if i was in that situation like yeah i, I don't mean, know if i was that big of a dick how heroic would you have to be nice. to turn against all of that and try to do something different like that's pretty heroic yeah that i mean not trying to be as nice as possible is one thing but trying to actually change it would be you know Right, because obviously okay, something you're... something snaps. From, but there were people I that did hate that. Every person my age to like know everyone's heartache, and I want to take care of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a crazy power trip, for sure. Like somebody who felt powerless and abandoned and left behind. Like her <sighs> dad was mad at her. Her mom killed herself. Everybody at school made fun right. of her, and she finally had a place where she could just get back at everyone. Yeah. And nobody was going to stop her from doing whatever the fuck she wanted. And but so then you did. just realize that literally everybody could just be crazy. Oh, yeah. I think given the right circumstances, all of like us could be literally everybody people. could be justifiably crazy. Yeah. I think that's what terrifies people about stuff like World War II is like yeah. it shows you how awful people can be. And it's not just it's awful people. It's that all hat. people can be awful. Yes. Given the right <laughs> set of circumstances. The things like I tripped out on was like uh, Henry Ford 
was like mm-hmm. full on Nazi party dude. Mm-hmm. Like Hitler had his picture in his office mm-hmm. and just like shit like you would never even think about. Yeah. There was like there was a lot of fucking terrible people in the world. And not that there aren't now, because there are, but of course. Well, and Man, I f- that was well, just an extraordinary like, example. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you're able to look back and say like this this person was like aligned with evil or this person was clearly behind Axis of evil. Yeah. So I think now it's a bit shadier to be like, oh, I don't know, Volkswagen, are they dicks or not? <laughs> like, well, just assume they're all dicks. Volkswagen. I for mean, sure. all those big corporations are knee deep in fucking slime. Yeah. At but, least knee deep. Yeah. It's fucking bananas. And we're run by all of it. Literally everything. Is I feel the like there's probably like actually three parent corporations that own everything. There's like Unilever. The Koch brothers. Well, they have a lot. Well, the Rothschilds really are the ones that have all the money. The Gettys, the Rothschilds. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it seems like if you go deep enough into any sort of brand, you oh, go yeah. like three or four deep and the mother company, it's Unilever or Nestle. Yeah. Or, like there's only three fucking companies in the whole world. Them. It's so nuts. And we're just yep. pawns and they're weird little games. <laughs> Anyway, it's going to be a great week. That's why I drink a lot. (laughs) We just. That's why we just have a podcast where we just talk about the worst shit. And try to laugh through the pain. Yeah, because it's. A lot of it's pretty funny. That's the only reason. I mean, that's really the only reason I'm here. It's because there's still humor in the world. But it's fucking funny. Well, you can try to make it funny. It's pretty terrible. I don't know. Irma Grace is pretty fucking terrible. She's yeah. An evil, evil human being. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. next topic I'm going to do next week is going to be something funny. Tell me. I don't know what it is yet, but uh, I will figure it out. And that's going to be episode number eight. 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 Ocha, ocha, Man, we've ocha. all. Wow. <sighs> We're like, yeah. Flying through this. It's, Just like it's been like seven years. Amazing. We're really bringing it together. I hope you guys like it. <laughs> you guys, you three people out there. You, yeah. My, uh, my, three oh. fr- my three friends. What? Yeah. Uh, rate and review us. That'd be great. Right. And review. Yeah. Mm, yes. If you email us, we'll send you a sticker or two. Yeah. And maybe if we really like you, we'll send you a mug. I might even send you a picture of my boobs. <laughs> She won't do that. Only from like 10 years ago. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we uh, just talked about sending news. <laughs> no, Simon. Don't do it. Yeah. No, you can. Though eat. I suppose you could if it was just your boobs and not your face because then like they could be anybody's I do boobs. that. But then I usually put like a hand in it and it's got one of my rings on it that everybody recognizes. And they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's Valentina's boobs. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Not again. She's sending her boobs out again. Nonetheless. I have never once in my life done that. I have Somebody really email us at justtheworstpod at gmail.com and ask Patty for a nude. And I will say no. But you don't know what you'll get. That's true. I might send you something. You might get a nude of It something. might be a nude of somebody else. <laughs> what what that is been. last? Whoa. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have been married 16 years in a few uh, days. I'm not even that old. That's what I think. I was looking at my wedding picture and I was saying, uh, that was, was not 16 years ago. 
That's no, I think I look the same. Thank you. <laughs> adorable. I looked really old back then. <laughs> adorable. Uh, adorable. Too funny. Botox works miracles, you guys. In can retrospect, can I just say so? What? Patty's forever young. Yeah, with some help. Yes. A lot. So, ah, uh, email it. us ghostwarspod email dot com. Uh huh. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, the Twits at ktw pod. No, that's not correct. <laughs> She Instagram and Facebook are just the worst pod. Uh, Twitter is JTWPod. Somebody had just the worst already. Yeah, the Twitter weird. one had to be stupid. Yeah. Just, I feel like that's pretty on par with where Twitter is at. If you it's go to one. iTunes and Rate, give us a five-star review, love us. take a picture of that and send it to us, we will get you a mug for the first uh, five people. And if we you, don't have very many. Yeah, and if you don't love it, send me a note. Just, just to Valentina, because I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Valentina, <laughs> just worst pod, gmail.com. You Tell suck. me that it's the worst. I might send you a picture of my boobs. <laughs> just to make up for it. Just Either that or one of her little old dogs. encourage your <laughs> Just send a pet pictures. In one place. Yeah. Uh... Support your local podcast. <laughs> and uh, also, farmers markets are nice. <laughs> farmers markets, uh, shop local. Adopt, don't shop. Mm-hmm. Spay and neuter. Get your pets spayed and neutered. And chipped. And chipped. Uh, don't forget to clip their nails. Don't eat all of the animals. <laughs> Feed them regularly and take them on walks. Yeah. Give them kisses. Give them kisses. And that's really all the advice we have. That's all I got. But it will make your life a little better. I love you. Just put a bright spot in the world. And we'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you. And we won't really hear you, but you can hear us. Okay. Thanks. Bye.